0: costs we make the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives i'm your host vincent ferrari and joining me as always my right hand man ethan carter what's going on vincent <sighs> happy 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 day of recording yes last week i wasn't going to say monday anymore because i still think it might be confusing to people but then you just said monday so but it's okay uh, No.
1: but i i did my monday promotionals for a wednesday podcast tonight too so it's <laughs> you know it's our thing it's our
0: You know, it's it's almost like you should record those, but upload them on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, I could do that. I could. uh, Yeah, I mean, the part of it is I've got you know, I could get down, I get all set up, and then I have some you know time in between set up and record, and that's why I do it. But
0: oh yeah, because I'm totally usually um, at the last minute, like oh yeah, I'm gonna send the link like two minutes before, and it's like no, it's eight oh one. Here's the link. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) let's go. Let's keep going. Um, Yeah, it's it's been. It's been a wild weekend. It's been a wild weekend. I got so much done in the shop. I know. You've been
1: cranking through some stuff.
0: I know. And the crazy part is it's one of those if a tree falls in the forest type things Mm -hmm. because I can't Instagram any of it. Ah, yeah. And it's like, damn it. It's like, (laughs) did I do anything this weekend? So last night I was sitting on the couch. I was sitting on the couch watching TV and I started working in Fusion 360 just to kind of challenge myself to get something like interesting done this weekend that I could actually tell people about. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this actually did turn out to be kind of interesting. So, I got yeah. the uh, Cracker Barrel puzzle pyramid thing that's on the table of Cracker Barrel Infusion 360. So, now I can cut it out on my CNC. So, so cool. Yeah. No, I always find
1: that uh, like Christmas time is brutal for Instagram because you're making a ton of things but nothing you can... <laughs> oh art you're making can be shown and then it's like christmas happens and then it's like i've got content for like three weeks straight yeah, so you
0: could just puke your content <laughs> yeah, the exactly. for like <laughs> two weeks three weeks i it's the same like father's day and yeah. mother's day and valentine's day it's like oh i mean when um even like when justin made that thing for his wife for their anniversary and it was like oh yeah i knew what that was gonna look like weeks ago and right like, oh now it's finally showing up so <laughs> We actually have, and I said it last week. And I usually don't tease guests, but I actually did say last week we have um, a very special duo this week. Right, power power maker couple. <laughs> power couple and maker <laughs> power couple. I like that. Um, you actually you actually introduced me to them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I've gone back and I've, I was saying before we started recording that I had. Um, I went back to tonight because I always go back before we record and I refresh my memory. Yeah, even you know. I do the same even if I've watched every single one of their mm-hmm. people's and videos. I, yeah. I just want to kind of know, you know, I want to remember like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Right. Um, and I went back tonight and I'm like, oh, there's a lot of red lines under these. Like I've watched a <laughs> lot of their videos and I only recently subscribed. So, I don't know. I must have just been like YouTube I always say YouTube's Algo is really good at suggesting stuff for me to watch. Like, I'll get down the rabbit hole, and I kind of understand why. But, yeah, we, um, we have the one and only Michael and Brooke from Makers Workshop. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Yes, we have another. That was a great.
1: That was a great uni-
0: uniform. Uh, hello. Yes. Yeah, how long have you guys been doing this? We, we practice. We did. All right. When he says when he says hi, count to three and then say hello. But is it on three or three and then go? Yeah. Well, what what is it? So you tell me. Is it on three or is it like what do you do? Like a one two three go? Like or is it one two three? Like I don't know. I always do it on three because. I, don't
2: I probably just know. jump the gun always. That's just how
0: it tend to <laughs> And Michael just
1: knows that, so he knows that you're going to jump. Exactly. And <laughs>
2: <He just laughs> Pretty much. Early. Oh,
1: that's
0: great. How you guys doing?
2: Really good. Yeah?
0: I know you guys kicked out, so before we recorded, um, I was watching your your latest video. You kicked out um, a very big build and a very yeah. important build. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, that was a big
2: one. We were, we, we had photos. Like I had so many great photos of that one for so long on my phone and I was waiting to be able to post them, but <laughs> I try not to post them till the video goes live. So I'm feeling really like, uh, like a weight off my shoulders now that I'm like, Oh, got the video done. Oh. It's, it's, <laughs> so such a, it,
1: it's such a weird feeling to get a video. Like, cause I, I released one today too. And it's just like, you, you work on it, you work on the project for so long and then you're working on the edit. And then you get to this, like, excitement point where you're just like, I kind of want to just get it done. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's
2: such oh, like, a weird feeling. I get, like, I get, like, I don't even know the word. I get, like, feverish. Like, when yeah. I'm, like, in the last phases of editing, I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta do it. Like, I don't sleep. And then I finally put it out and it's like, huh, okay.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, like,
2: kind of, I'm kind of, like, a perfectionist, too. So, I just, like, get, like, tunnel vision on things and, I don't know, do it's you, just how
0: I work. <laughs> do you get, as you get toward the end of a project, do you find your steps are accelerating? Like I notice, I notice that in myself. Like as I'm working on something, if it's particularly big, as I'm getting to the end, I'm getting like I have to fight myself to like not do shortcuts just to hit the finish line. Is that right. something you have to put up with, or
2: me? Yes, Michael. <laughs> attention to detail is like so incredible. Really? Yeah. yeah.
1: actually I'm not surprised for some reason with my with Michael Michael,
2: Michael's like finish quality and stuff on his work is like exceptional and I'm not just saying that because I like like him you know (laughs) 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 well
3: no
1: but it, it is and that's a good point though Vince I mean I I I definitely feel that like well so even for today's video I uploaded it and I was like I also like when I get to the end of it, like I'll I'll drag a project or an edit on for way too long, like way, way longer than I need to. But then when I get close to the end, I'm like, I want to I want to drop this at noon on Monday. Mm -hmm. And so I uploaded it. I I think I even told Bruce. There you go, Bruce. um, That I was dropping it at noon. And then I and everything sounded fine in my headphones. But when I watched it on YouTube, even at full volume, it sounded a little soft. I have no idea why. And I was like, ah, I'm never going to be able to drop this at noon if I have to re-upload it. But that's so stupid because there's no reason that I needed to upload it at noon. So it's just so I thankfully I took the time and and re-uploaded it. But it's just it is this weird like I've been working on it for over a month project and video. And then like I'm I'm too I'm almost too impatient to wait for like another half hour to,
3: you know. Oh, that's so
2: funny because I was gonna say like video editing for me, Ethan, I'm the opposite. Like I'll sit there and I'll like I'll like tweak it and tweak it and rewatch it to the point that it's probably not even good. Cause it's like, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> fixing things that don't need to be fixed,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: like I I'll stay up all night and just keep going. And if it doesn't come out till Thursday, it doesn't come out. till Right. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: even in, even in the new video, like I was watching, um, um, I was watching Michael when you were putting the, when you were putting the drawer faces on, and you were lining up those quarter-inch pieces of plywood, and I saw you butting butting the face up to the side in the plywood, and butting it to the bottom, and like going one drawer at a time, meticulously going drawer to drawer, hitting it with the nail gun, hitting it, and I was like. Wow, I just, like, I know this is the part of the project where I'm just, like, starting to get itchy. Like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? it's, <laughs> like, ripping it apart, like, I want it done, I want it done. Yeah,
4: I, I tend to slow down at that point because that's the part where I can really make a mistake.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and that's true, actually, because that's when, if you make a mistake, that's when it kind of becomes the most catastrophic. Right, that's
4: when it's jump back ten steps.
0: Yeah. right. Right. So I noticed, I noticed in the video, because one of the things we like to ask people, especially people that take on um, larger projects, um, you drew, it looks like you'd planned it all out on the whiteboard in the shop. You didn't, um, do you use like software to do it at all? Or is it all just, you know, the whiteboard or pen and paper? How do you guys plan a large project like this?
4: It's mostly just scribbles on the whiteboard or <laughs> pen and paper.
1: I like that. That makes it promising for me.
2: (laughs) So like Michael and I, oftentimes when we do builds, like one of us or the other will take the lead. Mm -hmm. Okay. And like, that's just how we work well together because neither of us do meticulous plans. So it's like, it's just like, usually Mike will just have a vision and I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I have no clue what I'm doing, but he's like, cut that board this size or sand this. And I'm like, sure, whatever. (laughs) Because we, we never really do intricate plans, either of us. See, Which makes yeah. for an interesting workflow. <laughs>
1: well, no, and I, but I, I was gonna. I mean, that was gonna be one of the things I asked you guys too. Is it, it for sharing a YouTube channel, right? Even though I mean, you guys are do do everything together and stuff like that. It's still got to be a little tricky in terms of vision sometimes, and and I don't know. So that that answers the question. Is you guys kind of? It sounds like you guys. One of you we'll take the lead and you're the lead person. The other person is a support person, right? Yeah. Or something like, yeah. We
2: actually, when we decided to do YouTube um, and Michael chime in on this, like if I'm, if I'm recalling this incorrectly, <laughs> like we actually spent a lot of time pushing and pulling on like, do we want to have one YouTube channel? Do we want to have two YouTube channels? Because both of us, um, we wanted to maintain authority independently of each Mm -hmm. other because we do, we both have our strengths and weaknesses as well as together. And we didn't want it to be like a couple's YouTube channel. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It just wasn't the vibe that we wanted. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, So yeah, usually we'll, one or the other will kind of take the lead and the other one assists. And sometimes we work together like the nightstands that we did. That was our, first build on the youtube channel that
0: we like actively were like let's do this as a collab (laughs) we're gonna work together (laughs) it's funny you say that because that's exactly how that video felt Mm -hmm. like you guys were kind of collaborating on a project rather than making a project that's really interesting it was actually noticeable in that video
1: yeah but not until you said that and i mean noticeable but not it wasn't
0: it wasn't like overt it was just like Yeah. yeah that's true it was more of a yeah, that's that's interesting. Because even the next video was Michael and your daughter doing the um, the tortilla press. Tortilla press, yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, before, before we hop off though, I gotta ask. So
1: the beginning of the night send video, where Michael, you're doing your oh, jazz hands, is <laughs> is the picture from for this latest video the walnut dresser? Is that a clip from that, or is that a new?
2: Ethan, you caught me.
1: Did I? Nice. Yes.
2: Oh, you Jeez. caught me, yeah. See? I do, all, I do all the editing and the thumbnails, and I was like, I wonder if anyone's going to notice. And, like, yes. it's been live for, what, two or three hours, and you got it.
1: <laughs> See? I watch. We watch. We don't... <laughs> you may
0: not comment on everything. But you notice everything. We're watching. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Well, the last, your last three videos have just been fan-freaking-tastic videos. Yeah. Because... In fact, we've spoken at different times. Like, obviously, tonight we're talking about your most recent one because you're on and, you know, whatever. We probably would have been – it probably would have been video of the week if you weren't on. And you would have won <laughs> video of the week twice because we liked it that much. But your last three, the nightstands, were video of the week a couple of weeks ago. Yep. I well, made thank your, you guys. your tortilla press video. I made thing of the week like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that awesome. you guys did the, the – dr- you guys are just cranking out some killer projects lately. And is, I, I noticed that there's, there are more like finished projects than like shop projects or like stuff like that. Is that intentional or is it just the way your project scheduling worked out?
4: I think it's because lately we've had a little extra time because we haven't had the members. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, so it's allowed for more time to be dedicated to just making things. Mm
3: hmm.
0: yeah that makes sense though i mean and you're not fearing the long video which is good too like the 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 nightstand video was 34 minutes and this one tonight was 20 minutes and it doesn't feel like a 20 minute video it's not a slog to get through it
2: we try to think about we like actually we we always have a conversation michael and i when we decide what the next video is going to be we're like that's an eight minute video and we're like yeah that's an eight minute video wow and like and like that's like the one conversation that we'll have um really just because we feel like you want to give things the appropriate amount of time and you want it to feel organic. Right. Like I don't ever want to be milking an eight minute project or two minute project for a 20 minute video, That's just silly. <laughs> you know? And, and likewise, if something has a lot of details, like the nightstand video, I had something like 50 hours of, of wow. video off that video. Cause there was all sorts of backstory that went on with that project. It was like a cursed project. <laughs> and and we just had so much content, and like there was so much great content too, where it just was gonna be a longer video, and that was just it. I had it stored on five hard drives.
1: That's crazy to, to
2: upload to YouTube, and I was like sweating bullets when it was uploading. I was like, "Oh, oh yeah. but we like you know we have that conversation of, of like it, we always want it to be organic, whatever we're doing. I never want something to be forced. I never want to you know present something to be any more or less than it is. So
0: yeah. we we probably we've jumped into your work harder core than we typically do early on, but <laughs> so you guys you guys we should introduce like what you guys actually do. You have a makerspace in the Boston ish area, you call it. Yeah. That, that's yeah. accurate. Okay. And you do you do YouTube. And how did you get started? Like, okay, so for both of them wiki, actually. Having a makerspace. Having a makerspace is something that People always talk about, like they want to start a makerspace in their area and they don't know how to do it, or they don't know, they're scared of the pitfalls, or somebody won't insure them, or whatever. How did you get started actually starting a makerspace and getting it rolling? Because I feel like that's something a lot of people would want to do if they could understand how to get the process going.
2: Yeah. So it's kind of a long story um, because backpedal, Michael. I mean, you probably should talk about this, Michael. But you were, um, Michael had a gallery for about 15 years and was a glass and metal artist. Oh, really? worked. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I um, didn't know that. Yeah. And, and, and um,
4: the gallery became the type of thing where it just became draining. It just felt draining. And okay. Retail had changed so much. I didn't like going to work anymore. And so one day we just kind of decided, you oh, um, know, we're done. Let's move on. Yeah. So we, I
2: remember, sorry, Michael Like, came to one day and he was like, I want to buy a CNC router. And I was like, okay <laughs>
4: um yeah but, but so basically you know the the short story is that we liquidated 15 years worth of inventory build up and then took all of it and just dumped it into machines wow wow um renovated the space that we had as the gallery and, and that's what i was going as
1: to ask was is it the same space same yeah.
4: spot yeah um and then you know just kind of in like a two-month period, transitioned it from a retail space to a makerspace.
2: Which is crazy because at the time, it felt like it was this logical one, two, three. But when we look back, it was like a really quick span of time yeah. where we were like, holy moly, like what happened? <laughs> it it yeah. just something clicked and we just did it. And like we didn't even know about the whole maker community at all. Um,
0: wow. That's when incredible. we made the
2: makerspace, we had no clue. And Michael actually found um some youtubers and was like oh my goodness there's this whole thing (laughs) and we'd already been doing it yeah we'd (laughs) already been doing it for a few months at that point
3: that's
1: crazy and so what and what did you say already when was this approximately
2: (sighs) this was
4: almost two years ago
3: okay
2: august august of 2018 was our official
3: like start launch
2: yeah yeah
3: okay
0: Wow. So how do you how do you go from okay we have we have this place and it's a makerspace to having actual people using it? Like, did you did you market it? Did you word of mouth? Well,
4: like, so one thing that's unique about our space is since it was a gallery before, we have we're actually in like a retail district. We're not in a back alley. Okay. Okay. Um, so that obviously makes it a lot easier because we have street frontage with signs and things. I
1: was going to say it looks like you're on like a kind of a mainish street. Yeah. It's a yeah. cute yeah,
4: little downtown. We're, we're, we're on the main street.
1: Okay, awesome.
4: Um, and so our biggest struggle there is is that since we were in a little gallery, you know, we do run out of square footage on mm-hmm. occasion, and it can get a little bit tight. But the advantage is, is that behind our shop is the town parking lot, and then in front of it's the main street.
2: Wow. So we can put up big signs. Like, I'm pretty sure when we first marketed the space, we built it, Um and then I think we did like a free Facebook event or something. And it was like Makerspace tour. Like just come see the new Makerspace type thing. Really vague like that. Cool. Um, we, actually,
4: we actually had a couple hundred people come through that
2: day. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. People were that's really incredible. Supportive, like right off the bat. And, and um, it was really encouraging because we jumped in so quick in a way
4: mm-hmm.
2: that it felt really good to open the doors and see people receiving it. Well,
4: No, and we actually, it was the first time that we've done something where we actually had members signed up and ready to start paying
0: before we even opened the doors. Yeah, That's incredible. That is absolutely fantastic. Now, did you?
2: Yes. Okay. No, no, go ahead. That was our first encounter with, like, the maker community in general, too. I don't think we knew that that's what it was, per se, at the time. Mm -hmm. But, like, thinking back now, I'm having this thought right now, like, no, that's just, like, makers. Like, everyone's so community-oriented and if someone's doing something cool it's like yeah let's
0: let's go sign, up. <laughs> sign me up yeah that's that's fantastic because the, one of the obviously one of the big stresses when you start something like this is is anyone is anyone even going to show up and you know on day 1 you had people ready to show up that's that's a sign that's a sign of a healthy community Forming, and right. I'm, a, I'm a, and I'm assuming that it's only gotten better since you opened up. i people meet each other, they make friendships. It's like, well, I'm going to go to the space so I can hang out with my friends now. So
4: yeah, yep, oh yeah, yep. I which like in miss current it. times, which in current <laughs> times has been a little problematic,
0: right? Know? For sure.
4: You know, some people chopping at the bit to get back in, and other people saying, oh, "I don't think it's safe." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean,
0: you probably you probably run the entire spectrum. How is um? How are you guys managing to sustain? I know you, You. I don't, are you still shut down or were you, how long were you shut when
1: down? I said the, the summer program.
0: I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. Yes, we're definitely going to so talk about that. Cause that's just brilliant. There's this I whole other,
2: that. there's this whole other side of our business. That's education based too. That's kind of like beneath the surface and not even beneath the surface. It's just not necessarily something we like shell on Instagram constantly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's very much there. Um, but yeah, we're shut down at the moment because our shop is. I think we are only allowed to have like four people in there at a time.
0: Oh god, and there's two of with you. <laughs>
2: current rules. Um,
4: exactly, that's including us, including
2: <laughs> us. And so it's like me, Michael, and like Sarah's home all the time now. So that's three. Oh geez. You know, so it's just it's it's at every turn. Whenever we've tried to look at that, it just feels complicated. It sounds like such yeah. a cop out, but it just feels like, huh? How right. are we going to do this?
1: Right. Well, cool, and is it worth
0: it?
2: right like what's the right way to go about
0: this right wow so you're you guys are okay like i i'm i i I always worry about like (laughs) i know a lot of friends because and the reason i ask is i have a lot of friends that have businesses and some of them are shutting them down it's like i I can't do it you know maybe when it's all over i can reopen but you know being able to sustain through something like i mean like you said at the beginning people thought Oh, this is going to be a couple of weeks. And, you know, we're now into July and there's no sign that it's going to be letting up anytime soon. So,
4: yeah. So, we actually only lost about maybe 3% of our members.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. That's amazing. Um, so they,
4: they've all yeah. opted to stick with us and their pain because they, regardless of when we reopen, they just want to make sure that at some point we do. Right.
2: And we've kept in touch with everybody. And, like, if they have projects they want to run on the machines, like, we've been running designs and in a way we've been talking to them on the phone and stuff more than ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's a really great community in that way.
0: That's great that they're, I mean, even without access to the space, they're still supporting you as if they were coming. That's that. When well, I think that's a, that's a
1: sign of, of believing in, well, believing in you guys and believing in what you're doing, because, and you know, I, I there's been a few things that we've done that, you know, like even like the cleaning per- uh, lady that comes to our house. Like we supported her through this whole thing because she's amazing and she does a great job and we care about her. And so, yeah, it, you know, we're not getting the service, but it's more important that she has a livelihood and eventually can come and she comes back now, but like, but, it, but then there's other things like the dog walker where we, just, there's no reason to support that. So I guess that's a weird way of me saying clearly you guys have a supportive group and you guys are doing something that people are passionate about, which is cool.
2: Yeah. The synergy, like the synergy on a Friday night is the thing I miss. Cause like uh, yeah. the, the feeling is like, you just go in on a Friday night, everyone's getting takeout. Everyone's just kind of hanging and there's so many projects happening left and right. It's, it's like the coolest place to be. Um, I you know, always... I started doing like weekend recaps on our Instagram, purely just selfishly being like, I want to remember these times. <laughs> like right. these are the coolest times. And I just don't even know how to capture it fully. And it's almost like an attempt to just capture it for myself over anything else.
1: That's so, no, totally. I totally see that. Well, so Vincent, it's a fun, I mean, so we're both Massachusetts. So the, so we were, t- I, I was talking to the two of them at WorkbenchCon, and they were saying that they have a makerspace. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. And, and then at some point we figured out or that we were both in Massachusetts and I was just like, I, I so <laughs> excited, so excited. And then COVID hit, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, as soon as, as soon as we can, I'm definitely, I definitely got to come over and, and check it out, because and, and I also got to go back. so I've told this story before. Uh, you know, this is way back, but um, Mike Clifford was using a makerspace um, at one point, and I commented on one of his, and I was like, "I wonder if there's any makerspaces." And he sent me this long list of like Massachusetts makerspaces. so I got to go back and see if yours is on there because I bet it is.
3: Yeah I don't know.
0: It's it's great to see that you've built a community that not only just wants to come cuz you have a cool place to go but that believes in what you guys do enough to the point that they're, you know, like I said they're paying for access to a space they don't have access to at the moment. And it's just it just it just goes to show that, you know, this community will rally behind good people, you know, right. and I really do feel, I really do feel like that's one of the things I love about this community. I was watched somebody on um somebody on my Twitter today. You know, actually, I think it might have been me, um, was just like, I watched, I was just watching, I was scrolling through Twitter, and I was just like, it's just negativity, 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 <sighs> mm-hmm. negativity, and I was just like, I can't take this anymore, like, I just, I, I, I had to, I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of tired of Twitter, it's just really negative and whatever, and then there's other people that just were like, yeah, I know what you're saying, it's like, yeah, why are we, why are we doing this, like, wh- what are we doing here, you know? And then right. you hear a positive story where it's like, oh, yeah, everybody just feels for, you know, they want to support a business that's doing good things in their community. And,
2: you and,
1: and
0: like you said, you people,
1: you guys just wanted to hang out on yeah. a Friday night.
0: Like, that's
2: yeah. amazing. I right? love, it,
0: it, I love it, us it, as people because that's what we want to do, right? We want to hang out on a yeah. Friday night. Where do we want to hang out? Oh, the Makerspace. No, <laughs> not like...
2: Yeah, and... Yeah. And like, I don't want to talk negatively about anything because it's. I think everyone's experience is going to be different. But like, one of the biggest things that was so draining about um, what we were doing before is it just felt like the percentage of like negativity in a given day. And it's not even anyone's fault. Like, I hope it doesn't come across that way at all. It just Uh there was so much of it. And you know, when you're dealing with making and you're dealing with something that's inherently a passionate thing, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it just drains the life out of you. And so. You know the makerspace started in the tone of like just positivity, like we just want to come together, make cool stuff, and share information and
0: right that's and that's it <laughs> and you guys so recently i mean i've been we've been seeing the stuff that you're doing for um for the kids for the summer program, and we've been seeing you guys talking about that on your on your Instagram. why don't you tell us a little bit about um what that's all about and because I see the bags I see like lots and lots of bags, which is good that means a lot of people are participating but what are you guys doing and what's your summer program all about?
2: Yeah, so I um my background, I guess, for lack of a better word, um is education. Um and I I'm trying to think where I should even start this because it goes back a ways, but um back when um when I was in college, <laughs> I started a program uh, Trying to go into schools, bringing glass and metalworking curriculum to schools. Oh wow! Um, and it was—I was a college student, and I was kind of—I was taking a sales class, and I was just kind of like, I wonder if I could do it, you know? And it worked, and I was able to do that successfully. And so when I was um, kind of looking at starting the next chapter of my life, it was—I had a professor that actually like said to me, he came to me and was like, "Hey Brooke, I've got a job for you. I want like I want you to go in this interview." And I was like, OK, uh, what's it for? And he kind of told me and he could like sense that I was I was like distant or something because he was like, hey, what's wrong? And um, at that point, it wasn't something I talked about much, but I, I spent so much energy when I was a college student on that. And I told him all about what I'd been doing. And he was like the first person I'd ever really like talked to about it besides Michael. Um, and he was like, you know what? He was like, you've got to do it. He was like, you have to just like really give this a try, because if you don't, you're going to regret it you know? And so I actually did that for, for um, that's what I did. And um, it's, it came to include a lot of the makerspace stuff, 3d printing. And in the basis of all of it was like art and creative curriculum crossing over with hands-on making building, pulling it into mm. math, pulling it into science. Um, yeah. And, and a few years back um, when the makerspace first was there, we started the summer program where, where it's middle school, and high school students come in for the week and it's, it's like really hands-on smallish groups of like seven kids or so, so we can really get in depth. Um, yeah. And it's like hands-on makerspace time. And I was really bummed that this year that wasn't going to happen because it's a week. It's, it's, it's not one week. It's all summer. It's exhausting, but in a good way, um, <laughs> I was like really bummed that that wasn't going to be able to happen this year, you know? And um, I think Michael had the idea actually to like wrap everything up in, in like boxes Like back in April, he was like, "No, we need to like pre-plan now because then we can we can actually do something cool if we pre-plan now. If we like wait till the last second and have to pull the plug, it won't be won't be able to do it." Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So it's all it's all pre-packaged. The kids get a toolkit. They pick up uh they pick up from our shop like an iPad and um like 3D printer pens and Apple pencils and everything. And there's like Boxes they open that are kits, and they follow along with videos and can build things there's live stream challenges um and yeah it's great it's so fun
0: that is it's just so fantastic like because kids are i mean it's gotta be just i mean it's torture for us it's torture for us as an as adults, but I mean for kids like your whole summer like there's no vacation yeah. you know, or or you know there's no if you were looking forward to your summer programs, there's no camp there's no so I can't imagine like I know how hard it is to be an adult. I mean, at least luckily I'm back to work, but I can only imagine like through a kid's eyes like, you know, you just your whole summer is just shot.
2: And yeah. And it's like it's you want you want things to be engaging like it mm-hmm. needs to engage them mentally and, and have something to look forward to the next day and stuff. And I think where a lot of remote learning um, was really hard for a lot of students is just it, it's like, yep, there's a thing to do today, but I'm not excited about it. It's right. not making me feel anything. It's not making me think anything. So what is and so we really wanted to put something together that would
0: be engaging. what kind of projects do you what are what's an example of like a project that the kids get to do that you work with them on?
2: uh yeah so like right now uh today's class they they're doing um the LED fiber optic night lights they were we we did them on our channel as wedding table numbers mm-hmm. but they're making that so they're three d modeling the base they're gonna design an acrylic panel that all cut, they're wiring it up, putting it together. That's one of their projects this oh, week.
0: Oh wow. That's a great that's a great idea. So you're taking them through a project that you guys have already done and just helping them Oh that's
2: that's okay. Oh I like yeah it. we're doing we're doing a lot of um we're doing a lot of content specifically for it. So like this past week I actually uploaded like four or five YouTube videos to our channel. They're just not public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I've been editing my my tail off but doesn't necessarily look like it but <laughs> You know, they're there, but they're just for the students to to have a link to. So, that are how to's.
0: So, you guys start up the makerspace, and then how long before you go, you know, we should probably be doing this on YouTube? Like, and where, how does that get started for you? Honestly, that was kind of another whim. Yeah, where you guys have the watching, best whims.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, I think, I think we could do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Literally, that was like Michael. I, I've always loved YouTube. I, I grew up on YouTube. It's always been like my chosen platform. I love how raw it is. I love that you can kind of connect with people. You can find interesting ideas and whatever. And Michael used to never get it. He never used to understand why I'd watch YouTube all the time. He'd be like, oh, like more YouTube. <laughs> and then I think, Michael, you found like Bob Claggett Yep. or something, yeah, I
4: found, and I started watching Bob and Picuto and mm. yeah, it,
2: and your take was like they're like me, like you were like yeah they they because you'd been kind of in the art scene where people don't necessarily share information in the same way. Oh, um, well, they don't they don't share it at all.
4: Yeah, yeah I was gonna, gonna say that's for like you. That's, you say, you know, oh, wow, well, those clouds came out really great and they just give you this nasty look. And I'm like, oh, I'm not telling you how I did that. you know. And, and like, and, and I had like, to learn it myself. You do, too. <laughs>
2: Boy, <yeah. laughs> so I think Don't the part that, that – <laughs> Right, I didn't care that much. I was just trying to make conversation. Like, you know. <laughs> but okay. Um yeah, but like, I think that it was like that sharing of information that finally resonated with you, Michael, where you were like, yeah, like, because you've always been really generous with telling people how to do things, always, yeah, since I've, I've ever I've known always, you. I've always been like that. Yeah, well, it's you part like, of it's enjoy part, you, it.
1: You're right, exactly, I was just gonna say, I'm, I'm sure it comes up from a place of being excited to share it, right? It's not like you are just generous, you enjoy sharing your knowledge, right?
4: yeah yeah and helping other people to you know do things too and why why force someone else to reinvent the wheel when I already know how to do it
0: right you know what I think I've started to understand more because it's funny you said that about the art community by the way because that was the same thing Scylla said when she was on she's like she was, she was. The whole reason for May for Makers was because they did some kind of April for Artists challenge, and it was just a complete, like, non community, non negative. It was yeah. no interaction, right. and everything just didn't go well, and she was very upset about the way it turned out. And they set out to make May for Makers something completely different. And what I think when I'm starting to understand the difference between the people who consider them artists, even though we may consider them artists, but the people who consider themselves artists versus people like us, the maker community, is that we understand that the community is what kind of taught us where we are, where a lot of art people went to art school and they learned from art books and they did the art, the proper art education, where a lot of us are just a bunch of guys that went, oh, I got some tools, let me do something cool with them. No? Yeah. Right. I've, no, exactly. I think that that's. I think that's the difference. Which is, it's interesting mm-hmm. when you say. You know that, you, Michael, that you saw the difference in the community because I've heard it from people that are like formally trained artists that the same exact thing. Where it's like they would never share a process. Like, no, it just doesn't
2: happen. That's it's like a rude process. question. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's it's a, like right. rude. Like you. It's just not spoken about
0: yeah it's and so furthermore weird.
2: like if you teach someone and tell them how you did do it people are like wow so generous and it's like, "Well,
1: well and i always wow. find like and i'm sure this happens to everyone on this like people i've had people reach out and be like is it okay if i do my own version of your thing that you did and like yeah. a that's the biggest compliment i could ever receive thank you <laughs> But like, and two, it's like, again, you're not doing what I'm doing necessarily. You're like, I'm like, you're doing your own spin on it. And that, and it's going to be better than what I did most of the time. Right. Like, and that gets me so excited to see what people can do take from what i do and and make it better like I, that's i right, well, mean
2: it means it resonated with them it means it right you know it made them feel something it made them think something
1: right that's and, good and <laughs> why like and you're you're too full of yourself if you think that you are the only person that could ever come up with that idea as we've talked no. about before there's no such none thing as an original idea right it's just, none
2: of it none of it's that hard and i don't say right, that in a, right. in a belittling way at all right none of it's that hard the part that's hard is the creativity. The part that's hard is jumping in, mm-hmm. you know?
0: I'll, and t- so- I'll tell you this much. When you guys did the nightstands, okay? So I'm just going to tell you this much, and Ethan will verify this. I have kind of jokingly said I hate everything river and epoxy, right? And mm-hmm. so far in your last two projects, you've done something <laughs> yeah. different. The last, right. Well, out of the last three, the last two you've done, it's like, oh, wow, I really like the way that looks. Maybe I'm just, Maybe I'm just tired of the boring way that everybody else is kind of doing it. You know, like yeah. everybody's right. just gratuitously using all the cliches in an SEO optimized title. And it's like, yeah, you guys just aren't doing that. You guys are like there's a there's a purpose. Things have a purpose. Yeah. Well,
1: part. it's a way of incorporating it into something bigger that it's not the river. The river part is one aspect of the design. Right. It's not the it's entire not a, design. Yeah, the
2: the river is not the
0: punchline. Thank right. you. Yes. Yeah, that's so that's a great perfect way of putting that's it. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, the, right. it's a feature, not the feature, right? Yeah. Like, right it's just well, and you always want
2: you always want your work this I hope I can articulate what I'm trying to say here you always want your work to be more than a sum of its parts mm-hmm. you know so you always want to do something um, where if you look at something it's like okay like it's got a resin river top it's got these cool handles it's got this but but as a piece it like elevates all of it mm-hmm. that's right. when I that's when I feel the most proud of my work is when I can look at it and I'm like I don't see resin river I don't see this I just see.
0: Like a cohesive piece, a beautiful piece that just happens to have those features
1: on it.
3: Well, yeah,
1: And I, I think with the, the the dresser that you guys did today, I look at again. I'm looking at the thumbnail right now, and the river part of it on the top. Well, at least and least from the thumbnail, it doesn't. I mean, it, I wouldn't say that's a river dresser. No, and that, that... but it, it it looks so the contrast between the drawer fronts and the top work and yeah, that I black that. The, the black is such a th- that that is the color of it more than anything it, that really
0: makes it it's pop a design feature right not the right. design focus ah. right ah. <laughs> <laughs> but also look look how smart we are guys. Know, well, yeah now we're, we're so, so see, good be smart with each other <laughs> for a while. but i also like and, and you know the other so one of the the traps you can fall into when you start doing stuff like that is, you know, the handles. Like, you went with these, you guys went with these really, like, beautiful slim handles. I know they'd been from a prior project, but it just it was like, oh yeah, that's classy. Like, you didn't go with big, chunky wood handles because, like, this is wood, you know? It's like, no. <laughs> Did you notice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Kind of wish you guys had done River Handles,
1: but whatever.
4: River <laughs> well, maybe in the next one. There you go. Yeah. All right.
1: We'll
2: just we'll just see where our whims take us. We
1: go right. Yeah, if your whims no
2: plan ever, it's just kind of like I don't
1: know. It's, if we've learned up, anything, if that's your whim, then you should go for it because since your whims always work. <laughs> yeah, it your seems your like
0: whims so. are pretty freaking so- – your whims are better than most people's plans. I gotta <laughs> <tell you>. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We're going to hit the sponsors, and we'll come back and talk to Michael and Brooke a little bit more. Yeah, that was probably – see, the great part about our halftime show, and I know Chris hates when we call it this because he isn't in it, but – It's not the halftime it's not the show. the halftime that's, show, but yeah. I know – that was probably the longest halftime show we've ever done because we are just giggling and chatting and, it's, you know, <laughs> telling stories about how, you know, we're chatting with each other at midnight on an average Saturday because why wouldn't you? And about, what are we talking about, right? Oh, we're talking about, oh, you know, we took a trip to Jimmy's. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, that's, that's what normal people talk about at midnight, talking about <laughs> other Damn. people, other makers. <laughs> of course we're talking about Jimmy.
2: <laughs> so Yeah, we don't keep normal hours.
0: No, Nor should you. Not even close. Normal hours are so passe. It's like, I I, I wish, I'll I'll tell you, if I didn't have, if I didn't have a nine to five, which is really a 10.30 to 6.30, but if I didn't have a day job, I would probably be up at like five and I would be in bed by like five or six. Like that would just be. See, I'd be, I'd be the opposite.
1: If I didn't have, well, and it's not even a day job. It's if I didn't have patina, I'd be up until 11 and sleeping until like nine that would be my normal schedule
0: i i don't know what it is but i just like after about i don't know about seven o'clock i'm done like it's like yeah. i want i want the couch i want the cat i want the coffee and it's like that, <laughs> that's what i want at like seven o'clock seven o'clock to me might as well be like 11 o'clock to a normal human but then again <laughs> yeah you know 6 30 i want to get down in the shop and start working so it's you know
1: I, I do. I do find though. I from most people, most makers I know, mm-hmm. and I, and part of it I think is kit kids. You know, I think kids have been mm-hmm. a part of that. But I so many people I know start like get in the shop at like eight and work until like one, mm-hmm. or like or start editing and work. You know, edit until one or two. And I can't do that. I'm. I'm I mean, I like I said, my normal schedule would be like later, and then up later mm-hmm. but i'm also i can't after a certain point i'm not functioning well <laughs> enough to like make any progress on an editing a video
2: See, so like michael's so productive at like 3 a.m
1: yeah it's so many people i know that I, do that i wish ridiculous. i was like that
2: it's ridiculous because 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 i'll be like well that like why did you not go to bed and i be like oh i just like made, made this <laughs> and they'll like whip out a beautifully finished piece of furniture and i'm like okay well okay um,
0: there was... What did you do? <laughs> you just slept. That's all you did.
1: You got sleep. sleep?
0: <laughs> so one of the things that one of the things I've noticed, you know, as we're as we're talking, and it kind of comes through in your videos, it comes through in you know, it comes through in a lot of things is that you guys seem to have very different personalities. Like I, people, people say that a lot. And is it true, or is it just a weird perception thing? Or do you what, guys just what come would off you say, what,
2: what would you say, Michael? Because I'm more curious what you're gonna say to this. <laughs>
1: this yeah, is like probably. the newlywed game or something like
3: that.
4: i think it probably depends mm-hmm. yeah we're like we have a lot of you know like common like viewpoints and things like that but personality wise like she's definitely louder than i am
2: <laughs> i would say i would we're actually really similar michael and i together but michael's you're not shy you're just very like you're more reserved mm-hmm. than i am for sure
0: it's it's um you're also you definitely come off as more outgoing like more like forward and like almost
2: which is really funny because we're both actually i would say both of us really introverted um it's like it comes in bursts where it's like okay doing this but like we i would say we could probably both be on a desert island by ourselves and do okay <laughs>
0: That's. This is what I always tell people about me that I am I am the most shy, introverted person, you know, but I just overcompensate for it like you've never seen. Like,
2: That's a really good way to say it. Yeah. It's like I overcompensate, where it's like when I am being social, like I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it big. Like I'm I'm yeah. saying hi to everybody. I'm shaking hands. I'm smiling. I'm introducing myself. Handing out business cards. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm-
2: Versus, like I will say, I will say, Michael's either like. Uh-oh. like zero or 60 oh. like he oh, no. goes from like Brookies zero to 60 like sometimes he's like
0: <laughs> well all right well i'll jump in real quick loud. then oh, oh sorry. okay so you started to say i will say you, you i will froze. say
2: michael michael is more the life of a party on the right day than people realize oh really oh yeah <laughs> well no i
1: think but see what, so i would get <laughs> yes. michael like this so like watching in from instagram and and, and stuff like that I would have said that, but from your videos, I mean, Michael, you're very engaging, and listen, you like to sing in your videos, and so
3: <laughs> yeah, dance. like
1: yeah, no, so it, it is funny. Well, but the other thing too about the, and we've said this so many times, Vincent, we talked about this so much, is it's so funny the make like the maker community because so many of us would call ourselves introverts and and we're comfortable in our own little desert island, right? But
3: yeah.
1: but like one there's something like we've all gotten used to talking to the phone and that's, that's more like, that's comfortable because it's not actually a person. And then put, or then you get people together at like conferences like work, which I've talked about many times. And it's just like, okay, all these people, when you're surrounded by, you know, hundreds of other introverts, no one's an introvert because no, <laughs> you're people, all introverts, right?
2: One of the things well, I love about the people we've met through this community too is they're super understanding of that. Like if I don't yeah. see you for two months, like no one cares.
1: Right, right. Yeah, right, right. There's no, like I have so many friends that I'm like, get so mad at me because I never connected to them. Right. And that, they don't even get mad. At this point, they just know that about me. <laughs> but but you're right though. It's like there's nothing, there's no expectations, right?
4: Yeah. But the better, but the even better part is, though, is that even after not talking to them for two or three months, they're still going to be there for you if you need them. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah, we've, right. We've had so many experiences with awesome people that we're just so grateful for.
0: Who was your in, in the maker community? I know you guys mentioned Bob, lot, like, but like, so it's funny you mentioned Bob, by the way, because the whole reason I I am what I am today is it, it started for me with Bob. So it's, we kind of yeah. have that same lineage, but. Who who has been your inspiration? Like, where do you you get your inspiration from for the things you do? Like, who kind of keeps you going and who inspires you and who do you look to for... um, Not so much for ideas, because I don't think any of us really go... I need an idea. Let me look at David Petruzzo's videos and steal an idea. No, it's like, yeah, you know, the, who, who? You don't do that. I mean, you know, some of <laughs> us do, but those people are a little creepy. But um, I, who do you like? Look to to kind of get the spark. Like, where do you get your spark from? I don't know. Or do you? Or do you? <laughs> do you have no spark? And we all honestly,
2: probably the members. Really? Yeah, I was yeah? gonna say the same thing. That's interesting because because they yeah. they
4: come in and they have such a wide grouping of skills mm-hmm. that it, it in person exposes us to techniques and things that we otherwise wouldn't see.
2: They're also um, coming from a really wide uh, background versus on YouTube. There's a certain like archetype right. and person and like way of thinking, which is awesome. Like I think it's cool, but you know um, the members
4: are. We have one member whose his actual hobby is to build the CNC machines.
2: Like he just does it for fun.
0: Wow! Wow! He's better than me um, because I didn't even build my X carve. I just gave up on it. So <laughs> he's already better. we have thoughts
2: on the X carve. <laughs>
4: uh, they said that was going to take like three hours put together. It oh took me God. three days. Okay. And it still didn't work quite right.
0: I worked. <laughs> I worked on the X carve for a full weekend and got halfway through it and sold it. Yeah, I'm pretty version.
1: sure, like, we're, right. we're, we'll never be sponsored by x and no. that's for okay, sure, though.
2: Yeah, but, like, the other <laughs> thing, too, and I've, I've finally been able to, like, articulate this, something I've been <clears> feeling <throat> for a while, like, I used to watch, I hope this doesn't come across wrong, I don't really watch a lot of maker videos as much anymore because I spend so much time editing around.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like,
2: when I spend so much time watching, like, what's the best shot on a bandsaw, like, what's the best angle here? It's mm-hmm. it's not, like, decompressing for me to, like, watch other maker videos. I, I love supporting my friends and that type of right. thing. But hmm. I feel like I draw inspiration very much outside, from the outside world. Like, I'm always interacting with students, and they're so passionate, and they're so smart. And so that always is, like, sparking creativity for me. Has um, anyone from the space...
0: In the little moments. Has anyone from the space, like, ever just... You've gone, wait, you, what? <laughs> like... Because I know, like most people that would use a makerspace, you know, I I, 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 maybe I just have the wrong stereotype in my head, but a lot of them don't have like a shop. They're using the makerspace because they have a sh- They don't have all that stuff or access to it. Has anyone you ever gone like, wait, you don't have all this stuff already? How are you this good at it? Like, do you have any stories like that?
4: Oh, for we sure. But we also, we kind of live in a weird little area where most of the people that are members actually live in houses. So they have garages and they have some level of shop at home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So we've actually found that like our niche is like with the bigger tools, because most of them have a table saw, but they don't have the big five horsepower saw stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, or they don't have the CNC machine or the big laser.
1: Do you- right. Well, you guys would you guys would be exactly what I would need. Right. Because I wouldn't need I wouldn't you guys want to be my my shop. Right. I wouldn't be coming there to do all my work. I'd be coming there because I I don't I don't have the thing I need, nor do I have the space for the thing I need. At nor, that would of that.
2: Want, nor would you want to invest in it. realistically. Right. It, right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Right. If it was something I, if there's something worth me investing in it, mm-hmm. I would just buy it. Right. But it's it's right. these one offs or these whatever, or I don't have the space kind of things.
4: Right. So like one of the things that we've used the pandemic for is that to retool a lot of our shop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so and that's one of the reasons why I think the numbers are are keeping interested because um, like we upgraded from a Glowforge to the biggest laser that Laguna makes. Ooh. <sighs>
2: <laughs> yes that was so exciting <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm i'm i'd be jealous of the glowforge but <laughs> I should be i love my glowforge i know I, that, that is something that is a tool that i would actually probably get a lot yes. of use out
4: of but um well and then as a part of that what we're actually doing as our phase one of reopening mm-hmm. is and it's not the same because it doesn't have the social component but we're actually taking the glowforge the carvies, and the smaller tool sets and we're going to start allowing, probably next month, members to check them out for a week. Oh, that's a wow! Really good yeah, idea.
2: so you can just have it that's in your home. That's so for a cool.
4: Week. So you know, so our first step will be you know, like makerspace at home.
3: Oh wow! <laughs>
2: and then, and then Brooke and Michael pull up and just drop a glowforge on your front step. <laughs> <That's
0: a> fantastic <laughs> idea, actually. I,
1: I don't think I've I don't think I've heard of it, anyone doing that before. It's like a library for maker tools.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah
4: yeah so that that's exactly what the concept is that's so cool and that'll hopefully pull us through the end of the summer when we can then figure out a better one
2: yeah right just taking it a day at a time to be honest and trying to think what's the next best like what's the next right thing rather so
0: you added. you i'm just curious like thinking and you know I'm, in my head i'm visualizing your shop where in god's name did you put a giant laguna laser
2: That is not in our shop. Oh, okay. That
4: is actually actually in our detached garage.
0: Okay.
2: At our part of our
4: eventual reopening, we're winterizing our detached garage. Gotcha. Um, We've we've already pulled out a a huge amount of power to it, and we're going to turn that into an off-site equipment room. Gotcha. Okay. So you guys are so smart. Eventually, accommodate more than four people at a time, because that way, if you use typically if you're using the big laser, you don't necessarily need the table saw that same day. Mm -hmm. Right. So that way, we can kind of split people by usage.
2: It'll how how kinda, far are
1: you guys away from, like, your house from the Makerspace? Are you guys close, or is
4: it...?
2: It's about it's 10 minutes. 10 oh, minute that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Um,
4: um, In the Makerspace, the the main location will still have, like, the glow forge and the carbs and, like, the smaller tools. So it'll just be the bigger ones. Remember, I'm trying to figure out right now a 4x8 uh, CNC. Oof.
2: Yeah, Michael. That's nice. Michael's next
4: big tool. That's 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 the next. I big mean, one. does
0: anyone not get the giant Laguna one with the vacuum table at this point? Like, <laughs> I, that's, that's that's what I'm looking at. It's
4: a very nice tool. The a tool changer. <laughs> I was looking at. I was
0: looking because I saw. Um, I watched April's video after she just got hers. And oh I know God, that yeah. my buddy up in uh, my, my buddy upstate uh, New York Woodworks, he has that machine, and I've watched him use it. He calls it Igor because it's just his, he, he's master, and it just does what it needs to do. And I keep looking at that machine, and I was curious over the weekend. I was like, I wonder how much that machine costs, and you can't even get a price online. Like, forget it. You got to talk to somebody. I'm like, I don't want to talk to <laughs> anybody. I just <laughs> want to know how much it costs. I just need to dream that here. Actually, just they just changed that, and they just dropped their prices too. Really. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. saying really, like, I have room for it. I can barely fit what I have downstairs, <laughs> and I'm like... Oh.
2: Vincent will take 10 of them, that's yeah. what he's
1: saying. <laughs>
0: I've always imagined...
1: Yeah, no, it's a bulk, you get a bulk discount if you get 10, so... It's
0: really yeah. funny, though, you say that, right? But what it's I've always... It's not imagined, to take advantage. Like, if I can create my perfect makerspace for, you know, what I would want to be able to offer to people, I kind of feel like, you know, you said that people want it would want to use those machines they can borrow those machines and i feel like that's almost where the i don't want to say the money is but i feel like that's where the use case is for a makerspace it's it's weird tools like i have a shape oko double xl i have a glow forge i have two 3d printers i have stuff in my house that normal people don't have in their house and i understand that and i'm thinking like if i didn't have these things but I had access to them. Would I have bought right. them? And the answer is no. Like it, it just is. Like if I could use someone else's CNC, there's no way in hell I would have dropped what I did on this oh. thing. And and you're right, not the
4: they're, they're expensive, and you got to maintain them.
0: Yeah, right. You get, they got to pay for themselves I, I feel like at
4: some
1: point.
0: Like right. a hall of CNCs, like one room with maybe like four giant CNCs. You know, then another room with like four giant lasers and then a whole 3D printer farm. And I feel like, wow, that would be just like the desktop fabrication center. Because I feel like, yeah, and and you're right. Nobody has a five horsepower like saw stop. But I feel like if you have a, like I have a contractor saw myself, that's my main table saw. It's adequate. It does the job. I can, I can manage around its shortcomings. But like if you want to use a laser, all right, yeah the old you could use a scroll saw we know you can use a scroll saw okay good also- <laughs> who the heck wants to do that though yeah never no one I we never. Could, we
2: could also we could also turn our butter <laughs> <and>
0: <laughs> it. Exactly. exactly
2: like what i i and i that was probably a really controversial opinion my gosh it just dropped that on the internet <laughs> no you are my my, my
1: parents would not be happy with you they they love turning their own butter and that's not <laughs> <laughs> even a joke
0: it, by the way yes actually i've done it right it's great. it's so much fun yeah.
1: and it's so good like oh yeah no yeah but yeah no i'm i'm right with there with you like that's not necessary you can go out and buy really good butter yeah well okay <laughs>
0: okay the secret is Kerrygold. gold is the best butter huh, I don't like think i've had that. that there you go, there's this,
3: go?
2: Whole other, there's this whole other aspect as well to the makerspace, and we kind of kind of ties back to what michael and i were saying about how I, we draw our inspiration from that community. Um, when you also have the social component, there's processes and tools that maybe you'd be a little bit more timid going at yourself, Mm -hmm. but because you have someone with you or because you can just draw on the community, like it doesn't seem as scary to try welding for the first time. It doesn't seem as intimidating to go, go figure laser cutter out or something like that. Um, and that's that's the, that's the real benefit that, um, me personally, even like, obviously I own all the tools, but it's like, I'm not proficient on every single tool. I'm really good I've, at a few of them, um, but I'm really grateful for the community in that, I,
0: you know, I'm I still do un- dive into something. Yeah, I still don't fully understand how to set the plunge depth on my router. Like I don't, I have a, plunge, <laughs> I have a DeWalt 618, right. this monster two horsepower router. I think I've used it one time. And I used it almost as a trim router because it's like I don't have anyone to show me how to set it. There's like 40 million knobs and dials. And I know how to use a router. I'm not an idiot. But I just feel like looking at the things, like, I don't know how to set that. Like, I just I thought I would understand it. And I picked it up. And it's like, well, it's kind of sad. It's still in the bag. Like, I I, just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like that's a lot of a lot of tools, right? Like, you get it. You go, oh, I'm really going to use the hell out of this. You buy your Miles Craft circle jig, it, and it's like, I'm going to use, I'm going to cut all the circles. And you open it up, and it's just a bag of parts, and you go, yeah, no, not today. Not today. It's just not happening.
1: And well, it's just having the confidence, too. I mean, that's the thing, too, and is having the confidence to do something. And it's amazing how much someone else, even if, even if they don't really know, like that's the thing, is like, even if that person X, person X, really doesn't know what they're talking about just Just having them there
2: you bounce off of each other. It's like, right. if I'm, if I'm, I'm not going to do anything that stupid because if I was going to do something that stupid, they'd
0: stop me.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Right, right. So
0: like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: the two of us cannot
3: mess it's us up that, can mess up that right. bad.
0: Oh my you know? gosh, i <laughs> That's so good. It's like that. I mean, yeah, there's two totally. of us. How stupid could it get? Oh, you have communal stupidity. <laughs> sounds like a like like challenge to me, head. actually. <laughs> this almost sounds like a hold my beer moment. <laughs>
2: well, and actually, I'm, I'm probably... Like my making experience, like I've learned so much from Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael grew up um, working on properties and like building, ho- not building houses, but like doing like construction. So, like, my my father does property management. So, from the time I was young,
4: you know, it'd be, you know, you're painting the building, or you're doing that. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and, and and like I trust Michael because of that. Like he has so much experience under his belt that, like, when we're going at something, I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> he,
0: would, he would stop me if I was about to kill him. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we'll figure it out between the two of us. You know, if something's going to explode, somebody here is going to know about it. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Did you, have you ever have you ever tried something like? Uh, I always use the example. I took a blacksmithing course because I really thought I would love it. And after the end of the first day, I'm like, yeah, this is not for me. Have you ever tried to make something or tried to do something where you got really, really excited and then in the middle of it, you just go, yeah, this is just not my thing. Like, is there anything that you would, you guys would consider not your thing? I don't know.
4: I don't I know. Mean, there's definitely things that, like, I'm not going to, like, gravitate to first.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, but if it's, like, for a specific project, I don't mind figuring it out or going for it
2: yeah like we tend to do a lot of like mixed mediums like oftentimes when we're at events and stuff people be like so like are you woodworkers like what do you do and we both of us we always kind of fumble that question because we we're always constantly bouncing between things like i think i like to think of us as like really good at trying new things Mm -hmm. like really good at getting comfortable just like trying something new and so no but i don't know that i think about things that way gotcha like oh this isn't for me it's like maybe it'll be for me next week when i need it for a part for this thing
0: interesting so (laughs) i'll
2: figure it out then
1: can i I, can uh, i want to go back to real quick sorry uh, to michael's experience growing up because i just it just reminded me of a conversation i think it was last week vincent when we were talking about the show repair shop Mm -hmm. and i think there's something to be said about like so, there's a show on Netflix. I it's a British show, and it's called Repair Shop. And it's they uh, restore all these different things, like a hun- like anything that anyone brings to them, someone in the shop can restore it. And I it, we were just talk- we were talking. I was talking to Bettina about it, and it was just like you can't teach these kind of skills. These kind of skills come from just living through hundreds and hundreds of different projects and different things. And, and through all those things, you pick. For one second. Yeah, yeah.
4: That's my answer to Vincent's question. That's the thing I hate: is repairs.
1: <laughs> repairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But but what what my point being is that you learn from you, you, you some things you can't learn from school or from you know a shop class or anything like that. Some things you like, Michael. I from what I heard is you you probably gathered so many skills that you didn't even know you were gathering from from all of your your dad's, like, yeah. all the things that he did over those years. You can't necessarily train for all of those different things. I think that's a really interesting concept because you can't, like, it's not like you can teach those things necessarily. You have to kind of learn them as you as, go as and you go, on yeah. the
4: job. No, one of my earliest memories, my dad's the type that, like, he does this during the week, but then his idea of unwinding it at home is to then do yard work and, you know, let's build a deck and, you know, all of that stuff. So, like, one of my earliest memories is at the house that, you know, we used to live at, he, um, you know, is me being out there when I was, like, four, we're digging out a foundation for his new shed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, while I'm four, I'm playing with Ninja Turtles and... and,
2: Even even to this day, he'll drop things and be like, oh, I've done this before and I'm like, what?
1: Right, that's what I mean, though. It's like cumulative knowledge... From experiences, I, I think that's a really cool way of learning things. I don't knowledge
0: know. through osmosis is a powerful thing. Like I was, I noticed because my dad was a carpenter, and I didn't do any woodworking until I don't know four years after he died. Like I never touched, mm-hmm. I would never do woodworking. <clears throat> Are you crazy? That's for no. I don't do woodwork. No, right. <laughs> but then when you when I started doing it, and it's really funny because I always thought that my dad would really like Steve Ramsey, right? And as I started doing the woodworking thing and watching Steve Ramsey's videos, I started to see things that I remembered my dad doing. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. weird to see someone else doing them. I was like, wow, this is kind of – that's the way my dad used to do it. And even There's a perception of comfortability. Like you're much
2: more likely to give it a go because you're familiar with it. It's not this foreign – concept exactly.
1: even if it's subconscious yeah. right i mean it's yes, yeah. totally
2: subconscious i think yeah. most of the time i would guess yeah but. That,
0: probably yeah that's, it's so it's so you know interesting you know you you don't you don't you're not consciously like collecting skills and checking them off on a list but there's so many things that once you once you kind of unlock the 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 subconscious a little bit you start going oh yeah i know how to do that i already knew how to do well, that uh, you just naturally and it's <laughs>
2: It's a mindset too, of like right. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. do I need to do something? Like, yeah, okay, let's figure it out. Yeah. You know, and and you like, you can't necessarily learn that skill. It's more of an acquired, well, I, life experience well, it, thing that you just practice day to day.
1: And we've talked about this before too. You're absolutely right, Brooke. I mean, I think and I think that's a quality in the maker space or makers or whatever you want to call it. There's a mindset of of I don't know how to do this, but I'm sure I can figure it out.
2: That part's kind of irrelevant half the time.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. right. And 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 non makers and stuff like that. And I'm not nothing wrong with that at all. But th- th- <laughs> that's that is a distinct distinct uh, quality that's different from people that do this versus don't. Is that uh, that people that don't have that itch or whatever just assume that they need some kind of exp- you know training or something, whereas
4: it's a timidness. Yeah. It's yeah. Timidness that comes in. And
1: I get so it. Like, I get it. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not putting them down, but... If
2: you're going to be timid, though, too, it's like that makes it dangerous in a way. Right, yeah. like right. You have to go sure. at it and you have to set yourself up that you're feeling com- comfortable mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go into something mm-hmm. when you're trying something new. Yeah, the al- right.
1: If you're put, putting a piece of wood through the table
0: saw and you're like... Oh.
2: Yeah. And you're feeling uncomfortable, don't do it, you know? Exactly. That's the actual
0: example yeah. I was going to use because the only table saw kickback I've ever had was when I first got it and I was really uncomfortable using it and mm-hmm. I was awkward around it and it just everything I did everything mentally wrong before I used that table and I had an accident and I was right. like okay yep. I really need to rethink my approach to this because I'm not in the right mindset to be doing this if I'm going to have these kinds of problems and yeah. it is mental it is totally mental that you know, timidness, I hate to say it, but timidness around a tool is probably more dangerous than confidence. <laughs> like it right. yeah. yeah. You know, overconfident people aren't going to hurt themselves as often as someone who's scared of their own shadow, who makes a jerky move or pulls away or tries to be too safe or too careful. And they don't like for me, I was, I just didn't have a good enough grip. I was too timid gripping the piece that I was pushing through the saw and the saw bit it and flung the piece back at me along with my gripper right ripped it right out of my hand and if my hand fell down it would have went right into the blade and it's like oh man i am scared to death and i didn't touch my table saw for a month after that
1: you know what that reminds yeah. me of is to, i don't know if you guys listened to the last week's episode of making it but jimmy was pushing jimmy dresser was pushing to get the maker ranch crew a saw stop mm-hmm. because they're using a Ryo i think rigid, it's a B. Oh, rigid yeah. yeah rigid table saw and, and but but You're right, though. I think that both Ben and Mike both have so much confidence Mm -hmm. that they make it work. You know, like because yeah, that thing is shaky. as heck, you can see in the videos that thing is like wobbling. It's not level. It's not like <laughs> whatever you know. But they they have so much confidence, and I'm I, I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. But it's you know I think in their case it actually helps them. Right. One
0: of the things. One of the things that Beth pointed out today was we were watching we were watching your um your most recent video is that you guys had a saw stop in the makerspace, and then I remembered the conversation Brooke that you and I had on Saturday about getting the carvey and how you like the carvey because it's pretty much something that even someone with limited experience can't really hurt themselves with and, mm-hmm. and i'm just wondering like what kind of what kind of safety pr- i know obviously you have your ppe stuff i'm you know assuming that everyone's going to do stuff like that but what what kind of safety stuff and how do you how do you get people ready to operate machinery that you know for all intents and hmm. purposes is pretty dangerous how do you how do you get people started
4: We did two two things. Uh, Before, whenever there's a new member, we basically spend like a whole day with them going through every machine, talking about what you can put into it, how to do it. We do like the basics of design okay, and kind of cover that in the one shot deal, which is kind of like the information overload for most people. Um, but then also on the days that the maker space is in full swing, like I, my, my, I keep my schedule completely empty those days. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. only job is to help people if they need help. So yeah. like, I've, I've had times where, you know, like I, I don't necessarily know what I'm doing in the morning. Like I've had times where I'll spend all day with one member in the back parking space, you know, teaches them how to weld. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we don't charge extra for that. That's just like part of it because the whole point to me of a makerspace is that you can have the confidence to try it
1: when you get them up to speed so that you don't have to necessarily do that the next time.
3: Right. Yeah.
4: Exactly. You know, right. so it takes all day. It takes all day. And, um, you know, typically, you know, that's, that's the biggest part of that community aspect.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the whole point of the community aspect. Right. Is, 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 is being there to support everybody and, Guide people through it.
0: And I yep. and, and I imagine I imagine that once people become more experienced, then you're, you're – I don't want to say you don't supervise as much, but you don't have to supervise. Like, you don't have to no, keep a hawk eye on everybody knowing that if you turn away for one second, it's going to be bloodshed. <laughs> like, you can actually kind of let people <laughs> we trust, be adults. We, we trust
2: our members, I, I will say. We've got a really good group, and um, a lot of them, like, I trust to be so persnickety with things, even – you
1: know, More than they need to be above probably. and beyond, right. like yeah. what they need to do. Dare I say, and I also what trust.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and I also trust the other members to <laughs> right, so right,
3: self-regulate. I was going to say, like, I actually right.
2: do feel lucky that I can say that I do think if someone was doing something, some bozo move on the bandsaw, that if some, if most of the members were in this, in saw that, that they would actually be like, "Hey, man, like stop," or "Woman, whatever, you might, you might want to <laughs> stop." That, you know.
0: Yeah, that's got to be comforting, like to know that. you oh, To good. know that you can leave your business kind of in someone else's, almost leave your business in someone else's hands and know that they're going to care for it. Like it's their own. That's gotta be amazing to feel.
1: Well, again, it's that
0: community, I'm sure. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely crazy. I love hearing stories like this. And you know, one of, one of the things recently that, um, that we've heard about you guys in connection to is the mm-hmm. makers versus COVID yep. 19. Yeah. I was just going to say, yeah. One of the things that I was just enjoying so much was watching you guys, you know, rolling off the plastic for the face masks, like these giant rolls of it, because nobody could get it for, I mean, you still really can't get it.
2: No. And it's a great it's Honestly, that whole thing is such a testament to like our community. And I feel like we just keep being like, yay, our community so great. But, yeah. but like, it's just, it's, it's facts. Like we, yeah. the way that whole thing came about mm-hmm. was our members just being awesome. And like one of our members, um, a woman got in touch with him, I think, and kind of was like, I have this roles of like these roles of things. And I, I think I saw on the news that it could possibly be used for something. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, and he on his own started like trying to 3d print them and then was reaching out to some of the other members <coughs> who had 3d printers at home and were like, he was like, I just, you know, can't really keep up with, um, how much he is, was never, getting out. He,
4: right. he, he was still working.
2: He was still working full time. Wow. Yeah. And he just, the lady, the lady had contacted him just randomly, I think. And he feeling response responsibility said, okay. Um, so yeah, then he eventually kind of touched base with us, and we started facilitating it locally amongst our members to help the 3D printing of the of the shields. And
0: I mean, it, it's just it was such it was so great to watch, and it was like yeah, seeing how everybody just kind of came together. And like I, I just have this image, and I don't remember. I think it was you, Brooke, just humping this giant roll off a truck, <laughs> and I was like, yeah,
2: that was probably Michael. They were really yeah.
0: Happy it was so cool to see. It's like, wow, that's so much. There's so many masks on that roll. Like, that's all I was thinking. is like, right. God, I mean, we you go to the store and maybe we can get a sheet of it if we're lucky. Yeah. And then here's the like, giant roll. You know, she,
4: for some reason, she had two, three thousand linear foot rolls oh of God. this stuff. It's
2: crazy. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and she thought, to, and she saw it, and she read the news, and she <coughs> thought to get in touch with somebody, and it was literally just like a one foot in front of the other type of deal. And then suddenly you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, look how far we've come. Cause at some point we'd like mentioned it lightly on Instagram and we got a ton of support after just yeah. lightly mentioning it. And then I was like, well maybe we should maybe a little bit more heavily mention it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So we did. And then it just kept going and going. And for, for a while there, like we would just have boxes and boxes of 3d prints showing up. Every day. How many from just, all I, over the if place? If you had to if you I, had to
0: estimate, if you had to estimate how many how many face shields would you think did you guys um, manage Michael knows these? the number. We did we did just over eight thousand. That's crazy. Yeah. Distributed.
2: Yeah. yeah. And we counted as we were passing them to people. Um, like as they were going to places. And they've gone everywhere. Like we yeah. sent a bunch just a couple weeks ago to Navajo Nation. They had nothing. We were able to send a bunch down there with the help of one of our followers who connected us. Um, we had hospitals near us that had nothing. There was one town in particular, like that was just, it was one of those that just stood out emotionally, not necessarily like in all other ways was, was, was the same as equally as wonderful as everybody, but, but it was a woman who was working at a testing site in a, in a local area and they had nothing actively testing COVID patients at the very, b- very beginning. And she only needed 24 and that completely right. covered a town's testing facility. Oh. That was all they needed.
1: I just me- I remember when you guys were doing that and watching that and I remember just I remember turning to Patina and just and and this is a true story I'm not even exaggerating like I just remember being like taken aback and a little choked up about just like these are the people that I consider my in my community and I'm just so inspired by what they're doing you know like it, it just goes to show you how selfless and 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 amazing everyone Well, it's like you guys and everyone else that ha- participated in that time, is yeah, cool, at a know?
0: time when like it feels like everybody was at each other's throat and like who's in who's in charge and whose fault is it you know you look at the maker community and it's like well we don't care who did what but we can fix this right Yeah.
2: there's an element you got to look at what you can mm-hmm. do you know everybody's everybody's got things that that they can bring to the table it's like what can we bring to the table well we've got mm-hmm. a really good community mm-hmm. We've got a lot of 3D printers scattered all over the place, (laughs) but we have to be able to, you know, as long as we consolidate all of that, we can, we can make something out of chaos and yeah, just pull together and see what we can do for the hospital.
1: I love it. It was, yeah, that was
0: awesome. It was, it was one of the most, I, you know, uh, Ethan said he got, was getting choked. I definitely got choked up more than a few times just watching you guys just blow it up. And it was just watching. Yeah. And, oh, it was great.
2: I like, this is going to make me sound so pompous. I don't mean it this way at all. I edited together the video in like 30 minutes tops that we put together. And I like watched it back and was crying in my own video. And I was like, (laughs) what the heck? (laughs) But I was just so grateful for everybody that we've been so lucky to get to know. And like some of the people that were in that video are our members from our Makerspace. Some of them are YouTubers. Some of them are people that we have become friends with through it and it was just it was the coolest experience that's awesome
0: so awesome. i always say i love watching i love watching good things happen to good people but i'll tell you what i also love watching is good things being done by good people and yes yeah, that's good. It was yeah. Just, i i you know there's so much, you know, talking about, I talked about Twitter a little while ago, but there's so much negativity just all over the place. And it's just,
2: oh, it's like just so draining too. And exactly, and I feel like when, when it's not productive half the time. Like I'm a really like action oriented person. I'm like, okay, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And it it's just right. it's so hard to just log on to the internet. It,
1: it is right. right. And if there if if you can get something negative uh, positive out of the negative, okay. But nine yeah. no more n- more than nine times out of ten, it's it's not. There's nothing productive coming out mm-hmm. of it, and that's what frustrates yeah, me. And
0: watching watching people watching people just slowly deteriorate sometimes. Because, and it's like, well, what do you what do you do today? Well, I got up, I looked at my Facebook. It's like, okay, stop doing that. Like, <laughs> right, right. That, don't do that anymore. Whoa. And watch how your life. Changed. I I closed I, I closed my my Facebook account that I've had for 14 years. I closed it. It, it finally officially closed July 8th, and I that <laughs> means I've been off it for over a month, and I don't miss it. I realized how yeah. how. I don't want to say evil, but I realized just what what ended up happening was instead of diverting my energy to Facebook and all that stupidity, I found myself getting more engaged in my Instagram community and more engaged in, you know, the discord chats that I'm in with other makers and more engaged in their YouTube comments. And I'm like, oh, this is just such a much better way to live. You know, you you're making connections with actual people and you're you're. There's positivity, there's encouragement,
2: yeah, it's like it's like positive communication, yeah. and you can talk about you can talk about difficult things in a positive way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and you know, I mean I hate to say
0: it, but sometimes it's just escapism, and that's cool too, you know sometimes there is there's, there's you know, I want to talk about yeah. making cutting boards, I don't want to talk about I really <laughs> don't want to talk about you know yeah. current political stuff I just don't I don't want to talk about it. I, I'm I'm living it. That's that's in my face every day. The last thing I want to do is come home and then absorb more of it, you know. And I, right, and it's
1: again, it's not that, that all those things aren't important, but but there you do need to have es, uh, escapes. I mean, you have to you can only cons- it makes you it makes you a better person or and better equipped to deal with the the the, sh- the crappier you things you in can life. Only you only know?
0: consume so much that you have no control over before it starts to break you. And that's really what the world is all about these days is just consuming things that you have no control over that you can't do anything about. And it's like, I I, I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) I I, I
2: can't. Yeah. And, and um, like selfishly, like the COVID-19 face shield thing like that came like, like not selfishly, but just if I was, if I were to look internally, like it's a really hard time where things were just changing. And I was so grateful to be able to have something to get up in the morning and and, and just be like, I can do this. I can make a difference. I, I, was really lucky i got to talk to so many nurses and doctors and dentists and like people just just people that were volunteering with homeless shelters and things like that and it was mm. just perp- it was it was like such a such a gift in that time period it was it was
0: to be able to get to do that It was just absolutely fantastic i mean you guys i mean i i, I told you i've watched i've watched a lot of your videos and but watching you guys go through that just gave me a whole new appreciation for you guys as people and what you do, and just it's, it was just fantastic to watch. It made me, yeah. It just made me happy. It was nice to have something in the middle of all that. <laughs> Thank you. It was nice to have something in the middle of all that negativity and death and destruction, and something that actually you went, "Oh, this is good news. There's something this positive. Good news. It's nice to have good news, you know. Uh, let's um let's move on to uh video of the week because this week's video of the week is um a little bit different um because this i actually pulled podcast creator privilege on ethan um which i've never done i've never done we've been doing this together now for actually ethan i just realized oh this is this might might be a year right i'm pretty sure as this when this episode drops you will have been my co-host for one year wow Wow! You guys know the story. You guys uh, know no, the story. I God, if we tell story. the story again, someone is gonna. Sc- I can hear them. All right, scream. I'll tell it real quick. <laughs> don't,
2: then we'll we'll talk later.
0: <laughs> well, we we can tell we can tell real quick because it's an anniversary. But yeah, so um, Ethan came on on episode eleven and as a guest as a guest, and we and and
1: at that point, I was like, I don't think I could. Like, I was terrified to be on a podcast as a guest to begin with. <laughs> I was mortified, and I was I. I was so nervous. My palms were sweating and the time. And
0: then um, we clicked really well. And at the end of the episode, yeah. I said, you know what? Maybe one day you'll come back, but that's but maybe as my co-host. And I didn't even remember saying it. And then I remember telling my wife after I was done, I was like, you know, I think I found a co-host and I asked Ethan. And then the next episode he came on as my co-host, which was, uh, about a year. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a year ago this week, yeah. if not next week. So you're we're yeah. right around that time. So congratulations. Happy one year. Ah, we did a year. Um, but in that year, I've never pulled creator privilege on him. Never once. But I did it this <laughs> week. I did do it this week. This is the first time for exactly. everything. Exactly. <laughs> and it was worth it. Um the video of the week this week was solely picked by me because Ethan would never do this. So I did it. The video of the week this week was done by Ethan Carter Designs. <laughs> it's Who's that guy? No, he's a real (laughs) jerk. Um, How to make a no-weld infinity cube light pendant. Now, for those of you that have been following along on the podcast, you know that we are running a challenge. Um, We have a couple updates about that, and we'll do it after video of the week. But um, Ethan, since Ethan and I cannot win, we have,
1: which I think is ridiculous, Vincent. No, I don't know.
0: I'm seeing who's entering. I'm kind of glad that we're out of it because then I can't say that I lost. I can just say, "Well, exactly right." <laughs> I know. Um, so, Ethan, <laughs> you made one of the most ridiculous things. I, I, my brain is broken looking at it. Like I'm looking at the thumbnail now, and it's just fantastic. I mean, he—it's—it's it's this crazy escheresque um, pendant lamp with, with, with leather. I mean, of course, there's leather. Course. Only Ethan would put leather in a lamp. And it's just... <laughs> I mean, congratulations, man. This thing is spectacular. Thank spectacular. you. No, that means a lot. Where did you... Okay. I, we don't usually interview the video of the week, so I'm not going to turn this into an interview on the video of the week. now I'll make it I quick. But I just have to know, where in God's name did you come up with the design? And like, how did that hit you? Like, it's fantastic.
1: Well, thank you. No, no. Uh, yeah, I'll make it quick. I mean, so... Um, as everyone knows, I, I I'm a big fan of the Maker Pipe company. Uh, we've we've been connected for a little while. They don't sponsor me or anything like that, but they're a super good company. Um, and so we we were brainstorming some project ideas a while back, like like a long time back. And um, you know most most and I made the the um, travel cart, the table saw
0: which cart. Is another fantastic video using their robot.
1: Yeah and, it, and but it, and that was much more in their wheelhouse I would mm. say. Um but I also had this idea and at that t- point it was just a square kind of cube uh using their maker pipe connectors with leather wrapped with a light bulb in between. And uh and I still like that design I might do that at some point but um but when we started this challenge I was like that's just not enough. It's not enough and I've always loved the infinity cube. So the infinity cube is basically it's it's this you basically use two different length pieces, um, and and you combine them in a way that makes this endless loop that forms this cube. And that's a really hard thing to explain about, on a podcast. I can tell
0: people what it looks like. If anyone's an old computer geek, it's the Silicon Graphics um, symbol from S- oh it's yeah, the Silicon yeah, Graphics logo. yeah. It's the infinity cube. So. Yeah. yeah. So it's so the infinity cube is
1: nothing special, but I mean not nothing special, but it's it's not an original idea. But anyways, I had this idea of using the maker pipe um, to make a no weld because I don't know how to weld <laughs> um, a no weld maker a uh, metal uh, infinity cube, and then I of course I was like, how do I make this, you know, an Ethan Carter designs piece, and well, it was to wrap all the inexpensive conduit, which is kind of ugly, in. Leather with stitching and so yeah so it was a no-brainer when we came up with this challenge and it it was this it came out from this challenge it it was not i did not have the idea before we came up with this challenge so it was a really really fun uh project i'm really happy with how it came out and uh yeah thanks vincent i i appreciate the video of the week man
0: it was a no-brainer it was a no-brainer in fact i think i think what you're i think what i want to do now like now i'm kind of getting like um kind of feeling that competition itch Maybe I'll make. Since we <laughs> I like can't it. Enter the competition. Maybe we'll have the listeners vote on which one of us did a better job. Mm. <laughs> mm. I like it. I like no, it.
2: That's a that's a bold move. I
0: know. I'm going to. You ass know it, what? But I don't want to look scared.
1: <laughs> you know what? Even if even I, I'd be happy to lose Steve Benson. so I'm so f I'm so
0: I feel
2: the
0: love. <laughs> let's feel the love with our guest. Whichever one of you guys, um, let's do our things of the week. Um, and what?
1: Be, wait, before that, oh. Vincent, one thing, sorry, one thing is, um, so I posted a video on YouTube. If people, if anyone that's entering the challenge, post a video on uh, on YouTube, make sure to send me the link, and I want to, I'm going to start a uh, playlist oh, cool. for all of the. Because we make enlighten us challenge
0: videos. And we have the uh, the hashtag um, BWM Enlighten Us also. So that's on Instagram. You can actually I think you can hashtag a YouTube video, although no one actually hashtags yeah. any YouTube videos, but No, yeah, you can. I did. You did. So. You were a good boy. You,
1: and I feel like maybe our guests should try to end yeah, I'm, You know.
2: I have a I actually have a couple projects that I was yes. already that were already stirring around in my brain that would kind of work for Ooh. it. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll see, we'll see. we'll see, i like I said, I don't. Work on a plan. <laughs>
1: well, well you have until the end of August, so
2: <laughs> yeah, August. But that should be enough time. Uh. Yeah,
0: I think I think we can fit it in. So,
2: what you know, what yeah, I like, I love, I love making light fixtures, oh. like lanterns, light, like almost yeah, so everything I. that I make is is <laughs> like a lantern or something. I
0: can't wait.
1: I'm like lights and clocks. I make a lot of like actually, that's so things. funny.
2: Even same. I love clocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know having, what it is. I was
2: having a conversation just earlier today about like I just enjoy clocks. Clocks. <laughs> awesome. I actually There's have something really beautiful about them. Yeah, I actually yeah. have clock
0: clock um, hardware sitting in my closet right now, waiting for a project to get made. So make a clock. Well, yeah. <laughs> now, now a I can make giant pendant. circles, mm-hmm. so it won't be a problem anymore. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we actually, you know, while we're while we're on the subject of the enlighten us challenge, we do have two extra things to add. So. Um, We have two prizes, and I don't know if we mentioned... I know we didn't mention one of them because I just found out. So Bernie Solo got in touch with us and got in touch with me Friday night and said, hey, um, if you'd be interested, I'd like to contribute one of my sprocket fidget spinners as a prize in the... uh, So awesome. Now, you guys, this was a thing of the week for me when he came out with it. It is absolutely fantastic. It is one of my favorite fidget toys ever, and I actually have it in my hand right now. I usually have it in my hand as we do the podcast. I just... Very quiet. I'm pretty
1: sure that was the catalyst of having a video of the week because we kept...
0: Yeah, because we kept agreeing with each other. Picking been, out the same video. This might have actually been the one. But yeah, so Bernie, yeah. Bernie Solo is contributing one of his sprocket fidget spinners to the, um, to the prize pool. The other thing in the prize pool, which was Jeff's idea, Jeff, um, a weird guy, who that's his handle, not his um, slur. He, um, he suggested that we have the winner on the show. Oh, that's a and good idea. I'm. We will make that offer. It's not required. But if you win and you would like to come on the show to talk to us and hang out with us and just do an episode with us, yeah, we're totally down for that. I can pretty... And
1: shout out, shout out to him. He's oh been... My God, he's killing it. Again, I don't want to, you know... But he is he is crushing it, it's the been fun challenge
0: to watch his process. <laughs> yeah. So
1: uh, there's been, a, and uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Can we let's give everyone else a shout out that uh, I, you know I'm I'm sad to say I, he's the only one
0: I can remember off the top of my head. Cause no, no, I'm gonna find he one. Keep on. I, I know up. I know Steven from Wolf's Woodworking Creations is actually working on something because he teased it in his stories a couple of days ago. So we got something. Oh, that's the other one. Um, uh,
1: Zaw Dog. Z A W D A. Yeah, Adam. oh, he,
0: we know him. You do?
1: Yeah, yeah. Adam's he's great. awesome. Adam's he's great. he's fantastic. I just I blanked on.
0: Oh, he's from oh, that's yeah. Right. He's from Massachusetts, right? Yeah. So I have yeah.
1: So he he's working on one I too. Got
0: one of his stickers, the Mount Rushmore sticker. There's, they're so good. Oh great. my god! I was I was laughing. I opened the envelope and I was laughing so hard. It was one of the greatest stickers. I, I stickers aren't supposed to make you laugh. That one cracked me up. It's just him four times on Mount Rushmore. I was dying it was genius
1: oh my gosh vincent too uh flippin rejects just posted like basically an hour ago really um
0: we have another one so
1: he just posted something too so flippin rejects it's f-l-i-p-p-i-n-r-e-j-e-c-t-s that was horrible
0: uh
1: he made a phone lamp
0: oh that's so cool i'm looking at it now this is great you guys I did not expect the things that I'm seeing from you guys. It's just absolutely fantastic.
1: It's awesome. It's keep it coming, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll try to shout people out every week if if you guys are doing I'm stuff. A so. little,
0: I'm a little scared that Brandy tagged a recent project with BMW B- 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 and enlighten us, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, Brandy is uh, Brandy. It's almost not impressive. fair, Brandy. So <laughs> you guys, I'm really, really, really excited about this because the. the, the quality of what i've seen already and it's only a couple of weeks old it's just been spectacular so keep, it's been keep amazing. it up we are watching so. we may not talk about it every week but we definitely are watching um, yeah. michael brooke you guys pick who you want to go first and then let us know your thing of the week thing of the week
2: do you want to go first michael or should i go first michael, michael? Did we lose Michael? I mean, he's still. Well, I think that means you should go first, Brooke. Okay. Well, my thing of the week is um, a journal, which which sounds like it makes no sense, but it was very exciting to me (laughs) because um, I've sort of we sort of talked about this too about how we never make plans, like we never really sketch things out, or like if I do, it's like on a napkin or like on something crazy. But I finally have been wanting to get like a actual nice like sketchbook. Okay. That I can keep all of that stuff in Mm -hmm. because I've always been like a creative person my whole life, but I've never, I have never taken a formal art class, like never thought of myself that way. And so I don't keep track of any of it. And so it finally dawned on me, like, I should keep track of this stuff because someday maybe I'll flip back through. So Sarah actually. The other day, I mentioned it in passing. Like, I want a sketchbook. And she was like, oh, I have one. And she just handed me one. And I was so excited about it. And I popped my Maker's Workshop sticker on it. And now I'm going to have my sketchbook.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I love it. That's I awesome. Feel like we, I feel like we've just gotten... We've kind of used technology as a crutch a little bit. And it's like, I there is something satisfying. Like, I've tried many times to get used to using, like, a stylus on a screen. It's just not the same thing. Like, pen and paper.
2: Yeah, I'm such a pencil and paper person like it's just how i think it's how i sort my thoughts Uh out and
0: the only time you'll see me using anything like fusion 360 or illustrator is if i know it's going to get put into some kind of machine to get cut or formed or whatever otherwise i'm just gonna minorly sketch it on paper that's
1: i will sketch things and then scan it in as my template which is
3: so
0: (laughs) embarrassing but it's it's I feel like that's a skill, though, right? Like, to digitize something you've handwritten. It, there's so much about That's a. I actually really like the idea of having, like, some kind of journal. I always like it. Yeah, I, I say, me you know, too. It's stupid of me? I say I like the idea. Every time I try, I fall off the wagon and fail. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's like,
2: I've never tried once, so we're going to see how this
0: goes. oh so, I so, like it. Yeah, we'll see. You're in, you have something interesting. See, I was doing it, like, I was like, I'm going to do this. For one for one month, I'm going to write in a journal every day. I think I got to like mm-hmm. the sixth or seventh day. I was like, this oh, sucks. I'm not doing no. this. I
2: can't like have an ultimatum with myself. Like it's purely just I want to keep it there like in the shop. So when I'm sketching out an idea or wanting to keep track of something that like occurred to me specifically around what I'm making, I can just put it in there. And ha- So it can just be in one spot.
0: So you start with – you. you would start – let's say you start with pen and paper and now you want to like laser uh-huh. cut it like – What's your What's your process? Do you just use like a...
2: I just hop on Adobe Illustrator and go for it. I actually, like, I love making designs and templates and like patterns and like, I love mm. that. So I'll just get in the zone. Like if I'm trying to do, oh, I have a few projects I want to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I never want to share what I'm working on because I never want someone else to make something similar and then like have it seem like... Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just easier not to talk about anything oh, to I like, yeah. post it. Because, yeah, totally. You know, oh, good vibes only, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, I'll like, <laughs> like, um, like, I did the lantern. I can talk about the lantern. Like, mm-hmm. I loved making that lantern design. And I just like whipped it out and I can just zip it out on, on the computer. And yeah. it's... I'm very like, I'm a very like number oriented person too. Like people always, whenever I'm doing graphic design stuff and I try to like teach people how to do it, they're like, you actually do it that way. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. How else? I was like, you just divide the two numbers and like add four and like click it in. And I use the X, Y coordinates think I'm nuts. But like, that's, that's, that's my process. Oh my I roughly <laughs> sketch it. Then I whip out like illustrator or a, another app. And then I, and then I just laser focus and, and get it I done. I feel like
0: I missed wow. so much of the good part of my life by not having learned illustrator sooner, because in the last oh, two years, the last three years really is when I really started like learning illustrator. It's like, oh man, dude, you really are. Like, how did you it, get to forty-one years old or forty years old and not know how to use Illustrator?
2: Oh, it's awful to learn. Like, it, I hated it's it. Her,
0: it's horrific at first.
2: I hated it, and I just and I just forced myself.
0: I tortured myself. And nearly simultaneously, so you learned Illustrator and Fusion Three Hundred and Sixty at the same time. It's like you—you you <laughs> you guys are not it. encouraging me, it's, but. <laughs>
2: Oh, sorry,
1: Ethan. Ethan, you're going to do great. Yeah, it, oh, thanks. Oh, no. Super easy to learn if you put your mind it's to it. Bozy apparently. apparently. <laughs> it's
0: all wonderful. No, I will for say sure, this. For though. Sure it's, great. It's, it's like I feel like Illustrator is the key to unlocking like, every digital fabrication yeah. tool.
2: Yeah, they. It's like a very. Sta- it's like the standard. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can navigate Illustrator's interface, mm-hmm. no matter what interface you're looking at, you
0: can kind of, yeah. kind of right. figure it out. And and what I love about what I love about Illustrator, even though I use it every single day at work. What I love about it is there's always something you don't know, and that one thing will save you 20 minutes, a half hour, and eventually. It
2: saves you 20 minutes, and like you're always learning, mm-hmm. which maybe for some people that sounds like misery. I love oh. that. Like, I, Oh, yeah, totally. I I'm mentally get so bored so fast, so there's something about the fact that I can dive into this ridiculous program and just never really feel like I'm 100% sure how I'm going to do something.
0: I was having having a conversation with somebody I know who uses Illustrator a lot. And I said, you know, my favorite thing about Illustrator is that the Pathfinder tool never does the same thing twice.
2: (laughs) Oh, never, never. I was like actually on the thumbnail with Michael using the jazz hands that I had to clip off the other video because Ethan caught me. I was like actually having that exact frustration. Uh, like yesterday. Yeah, just like, why? Why did you <laughs> like, do that? What this, if, what? this button worked yesterday, but today, we <laughs> like it.
0: My, 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 friend, yeah. my friend was telling me that he just got to a point where he's like, oh, there's eight icons. Okay, let's just click all of them one at a time and see which one does the thing I want it to do. <laughs> literally,
2: literally. But, like, those moments, like, like that, like, frustration, like, when your blood's boiling, like, that's when you know you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> those <are the>
0: moments. <laughs> Some people jump out of planes. We use Pathfinder and Illustrator. Same thing. <laughs> totally the same thing. There you go. Um, I don't know if we have Michael because I'm not seeing any I'm gonna, movement on him. I'm
2: right going to go just chase chase him through my house and see if I
0: can find okay, him. Okay. No problem um ethan why don't you do your thing of the week in the meantime until michael gets back
1: and that's fine because my mine is a weak thing of the week Oh, yeah you know i don't know but all right so my thing of the week is actually not maker related at all
2: okay okay brooke we can (laughs) can hear you hi sorry can i just hand michael my headset yeah of course is that going to be a pain in the neck for editing of course yeah
1: no not at all
0: okay um go ahead ethan
1: All right. So my thing of the week is is not maker related. It's a uh, video, uh, a TV series that's on Amazon Prime and it's called Informer, Um, not the not the song by Snow from the 1990s.
0: Did you make a yep. snow reference uh, on this?
1: Podcast? Yes, I Man, did. Wow. And I'm not ashamed of it at all. But huh. um, yeah, so the show is
0: called Jesus.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so the show is called Informer. It's an Amazon original. It's one series at uh, one season. I mean, and it is super dark. So I'm just going to put that out there right mm-hmm. right away because it is not it's not happy. It's it. The ending is not happy. There's it's it's a dark series, but really, really, I don't know what it was about it. I got hooked on it and I watched the whole thing. I binge watched it and I really enjoyed it, even though it was super dark. And it's one of those programs uh, programs that you watch it and basically you don't really you don't truly understand what's going on until the last episode when it all comes together. Yeah. So, and I and I don't know why I liked it, to be honest. So it's it's a weird thing of the week for me, but cool. yeah, that's what uh that's what I did last
0: week. So former on Amazon Prime, and I will put that in the show notes for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, but be be wary if you if you don't like dark stuff, it's not not for you because it's not happy. <laughs>
0: Fair enough, <laughs> um, Michael. You want to give us your thing of the week?
4: Yeah, sure. My thing of the week is I have this giant red. Cup that I carry around with me all the time, and it's just full of coffee. (laughs) Okay. And I keep it going from the minute I wake up until pretty much the minute
0: I go to bed. (laughs) Okay. Is that just, is that, is any way related to the I'm a pretty big deal mug? Is that, was that a mug in the, I saw a quick shot of that in your recent, in the recent video. Was that, is that one of your coffee mugs too? Or, that
4: is a different coffee mug, but it's a similar size.
0: Gotcha. (laughs)
4: That one, that one was one where we were at Staples, and that just happened to be on sale for a dollar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like there's definitely a reason for most of us to have just a perpetual fountain of coffee available. I can totally relate <laughs> to that. All right, um, my turn. What did I pick? Oh, right. Um, making. Okay, so everyone knows I have picked him in some form or another on. This is now probably the third video where I've picked um, Jazza in some form or another. And um, <laughs> well, I'm picking him again, but he isn't really the reason for the video. The video was done by the King of Random, Nate and Callie, and they did Skittle art and they did Jazza with Skittles. Now, that doesn't sound terribly interesting. And it's like, OK, big freaking deal. Why? You, why would you even care about this? And here's why I care about it. They did something, they did the whole entire thing in Photoshop. And doing it in Photoshop, they, um, they showed some processes that I really, really enjoyed. So they showed a process to reduce the overall number of colors. They showed a process to determine who was going to, you know, what colors they were going to use and how they were going to lay it out so that it would work. It was really interesting. The stuff they did in Photoshop, to me, for us makers is really interesting. They took a high-res photo and turned it into pixel art. And they did it all with Photoshop. They didn't use a special app. They didn't use a special filter. They didn't use a special plugin. It was all just what you have available to you in Photoshop. And the process was so interesting that I feel like if you only watch it just for those processes, you're going to take a lot out of the video. So the video is called Making Pixel Art Portrait with Skittles. It's on the King of Random channel, and I'll have the link in the show notes. It is a great video, and like I said, if you if you want to make posters or turn photos into graphics, um, kind of like the Shepherd Fairy posters, like the, you could mm-hmm. do it. Knowing seeing what they did here, like that, I'm almost positive that he did it. I mean, I know he's an artist; I get it. But you could probably do it. You could simulate it pretty well from a photograph using the techniques they show in this video. It's a really good video, so definitely going to want to check that out. That's awesome. I have not checked that one out yet, and it's on my it, list. It's, it's a good one. I mean, King of Random videos are pretty much always yeah, good. Yeah. There's a reason they have over 10 million subs. You know, it's it's, it's a great channel. It's always been a great channel. It's always going to be a great channel. Well, guys, I feel like uh, I feel like that's going to do it. We, we kept you a little longer than we wanted to, and I'm really really sorry about that. But we just had such a great time talking to you. It was nice to finally. Oh, it's no problem. At it was at all. nice to finally quote meet you guys and i'm still fully convinced i'm still fully convinced that once the creeping crud is over i think we'll have to uh, ethan and i'll pop in and we'll do a live recording of because we make from your makerspace. because that'd be I, awesome i would love to hang out with you guys i'm sure you know, ethan would love to hang out ethan's already hung point. out with you guys so. <laughs> um it was it was great to finally talk to you i, I wish you nothing but the best um where, where can we find you guys
2: um, our YouTube channel is just Makers Workshop, um, Makers with an S, and then our Instagram handle is at Makers Workshop LLC. Um,
0: those are the two main places. Cool, awesome. We have cool. Those links also in the show notes because it is just, yeah, you, your your stories, your stories. I mean, they're just great. <laughs> it's like it's they're entertaining as hell. It's fun. You guys are just you have a good time with it, and it's it's nice to see someone just enjoying what they do and having a good time so uh,
1: i could have sworn though that those were uh pizza pizza, pizza spatulas peels.
0: they looked like pizza peels their hand their hand sanitizer stations hand sanitizer.
2: ethan hand sanitizer <laughs> yes
0: <I remember laughs> calling us
2: concerned about what they were
0: <laughs> I, have to, I have i do have one last question before we hang up because i never got the answer how was the pesto oh
2: it was good the kale yeah. pesto yeah it
0: was good. all right cool
2: we're going to have a lot of it, I think. I don't know if we'll think it's good by
0: the end of the summer. <laughs> Fair enough. We're actually, we actually, and what made me think of it is while we were at Trader Joe's yesterday, we bought more kale so that we can make some more this week. So, who, who buys kale? Oh, I mean, people like me who can't grow anything in their backyard because they have Bambi and her 62 sisters living back there. So <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't last. Our
2: plants <laughs> are like problematically big.
0: All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, thanks to the reviews. Uh, we have gotten an influx of reviews, and we really appreciate it. Keep them coming. We will, at some point in the next couple of weeks, before the Enlighten Us Challenge um, um, show, we will have a show of just Ethan and I, and I have a feeling we're going to spend most of that show talking about the reviews and stuff, just pissing people off that yeah. we talk too much about ourselves. I'm kidding. Yep. I'm, I'm actually Always. kidding, but I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, we're just hipster makers, and that's what we do. But until then, have a great (laughs) week, everybody. We will be back again. I know we have a guest next week. Um, After that, who knows what's going to happen? But at least for next week, we have somebody else popping in.